This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. This morning, Health Minister Christine Elliott announced that Mississauga Health is the first to establish an integrated health team as part of the province's broader plan to fix the healthcare system. There are to be 24 of these across the province, and they are to be the cornerstone of the government's revamp of our healthcare system. So let's get some details on how exactly this is going to work. I'd like to welcome Health Minister and Deputy Premier Christine Elliott. Hello, how are you? Hello, Libby. I'm well, and you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. So, First of all, I'd like to know how exactly is this Mississauga health team and the others, uh, how are they going to be different from the Lins? Well, they're going to be very different. This is a really a, an exciting uh, new day for healthcare in Ontario because the uh, Mississauga team was announced today. There will be others as time goes on, and and we are actually still receiving applications. So this is the 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 first twenty four out of out of a number that uh, are being approved. And the big difference is that these teams are comprised of healthcare providers that already exist in uh, in their geographic area. So unlike the local health integration networks, which was another body that sort of imposed rules and regulations that were established in some part by them and some part by the Ministry of Health, the local teams now are going to be planning the care, how they will have the funds to implement the care, and they're going to be able to close in the gaps that we all know exist in care so that patients will receive quality, connected care from one part of their healthcare journey until they're well. Okay, again, I'm, I'm still not clear how they're going to operate differently. So are, uh, are they going to cover each of them a big geographic area and each of them having their own kind of administration? Yes, each local Ontario health team will be responsible for um, all of the residents of their geographic area, and that has been determined based upon their application and all of their partners in care. And it's all of the, the uh, healthcare partners that you would expect from hospitals to home care to long-term care, mental health and addictions, community services. Um, in the past, it almost used to be like a, a competition for every budget to see which sector would get the most funding, whether it would be for hospitals or whatever. This time, it's all based on the patient. What does the patient need? And all of the care providers are positioning their services around the patient and what does the patient need and filling in those gaps in services. Okay. And how does, what is the contact between the patient and this system. So I, as a patient, say I'm leaving hospital and I'm going home. How do, how do I, how am I in touch? I mean, right now there are LINs involved or community care involved and, and supposedly there's somebody who sees me in the hospital who may or may not give me, uh, you know, continuing care. So how will it work? 
Well, the patients will still access care in the same way they always have. They'll still go and see their family physician or nurse practitioner, whoever it is that they've been seeing. But what's going to be different is that the care is going to be more connected. It's going to be integrated. It's going to look at all of their needs. One of the biggest issues in the past and and a real gap in service has been the transition. So, Say, for example, a patient that's being discharged from hospital but still, still needs home care. In the past, the, under the old system, by the time they left hospital, they often didn't know who the home care provider would be, what services they would be providing, or even when they would show up at their door. Under the new system, they will have all of that information before they even leave the hospital. So it's going to be better quality, connected care that's easier to access for the patients, families, and caregivers. Uh, In terms of the costs of administering this, uh, we know that some of the Lynn executives were were let go, and I believe that that was uh, around $3 million in severance, which I guess means that you're saving about $3 million a year. Am I on the right track there with the money? Well, in, in that respect, yes, but just the, um, the work that has been done so far to, um, to sort of uh, start um, making the, the lens, I guess, leaner and getting them ready to, um, to close down eventually is the movement of all of the people that were from the 14 lens and the um, six organizations that are transitioning into Ontario Health to give them one big back office so that there would be one team that would be administering payroll, pensions, all of those sorts of issues, and uh, instead of 20 of them. So that saved uh, $215 million um, in doing that, and that's $250 million that can go more into frontline health care. So that figure will um, accelerate next year to $350 million because a lot of the LINs have real estate offices that they've been leasing and so on that they won't need anymore. So that will help facilitate the work of, that the new teams are going to be fulfilling um, while um, sort of reducing the, uh, the office overhead but creating more frontline patient care. And in terms of those executive salaries, that $3 million I was talking about just for the ones who were let go, are, are there going to be similar costs for administering those health teams? Uh, no, we're, we're keeping the costs uh, uh, low as possible because the actual teams themselves are the, the, the providers. They are the ones that are going to meet regularly to discuss what the teams need to do. And so the actual administrative part of the team will be quite small. There will be some financial support that they will need, of course, but it won't be in the area of $350 million for sure. Okay. Uh, I was just talking to Marissa Lennox, who is the chief policy officer at CARP, and she pointed out uh, a transition area that can be problematic that I actually hadn't heard of before. And that's when, you know, if, if somebody ends up in the hospital, it's deemed they can't go home. There's a long waiting list for long-term care. So they go into a retirement home. And the issue with that is that once they're in a retirement home, the home care they had 
previously gets yanked and the retirement home is expensive and they can't afford the extra money. So you're paying eight to $10,000 a month for a retirement home. And suddenly you find out that you can only get one shower a week instead of a shower every day. And if you want a shower every day, it's going to cost another $10,000 a year and on and on it, on it goes. Is, is there anything that will be in place to address that kind of transition? Yes, there certainly will be. We have uh, considered those issues. And so in some parts of the province, we have been able, working between the hospitals and retirement homes, to be able to um, relocate patients that are waiting for long-term care, um, but the space isn't immediately available for them, to place them into a retirement home and to have home and community care come and see them in the retirement home. So that those costs will be covered for them um, because they are um, alternate level of care patients. And as they wait, they are going to need those supports and services. So we are going to be uh, covering that. That will be something that the uh, Ontario Ministry of Health will cover. Okay. And uh, again, uh, you know, right now, who will, is it the health team that's going to determine that? Because right now, as I said, those services are yanked. Well, some the um, organizations of the teams that have already been created, some of them are already doing the integrated care work that we want them to do. In some places where they have a very um, large number of patients in hospitals who are alternate level of care that need long-term care, they have set up these um, situations already where the funding is already being provided. So if someone is not receiving that, I, we would like to speak with them and to speak with, uh, with the retirement home to, um, to make sure that they do get the home care supports that they need. Okay, so where do they go? They can, uh, they can certainly um, contact their um, local um, hospital who created that scenario. They would be able to help them or speak with the retirement home, and then the retirement home can be in touch with the, the correct person in the ministry. Ultimately, to me, if, if it needs to be, because we want to make sure that everyone who needs help that is in a retirement home can, can receive those supports and services in a scenario that was set up by the ministry and the hospitals to help those people move out that were long-term care patients otherwise. Okay. Uh, and what is the timeline for getting your other Ontario health teams in place? Right now, there is kind of a hybrid system, and I keep hearing things, you know, there are obviously problems in the transition. There are going to be um, uh, other applications that we will be receiving. The deadline is in early December for them to submit. Some groups were waiting to see how things would go for the for the first group. And so this is an ongoing process that we hope to be completed uh, certainly within three years. But the most important factor here is making sure that patient care is not um, negatively affected. So we, uh, we have to, in some areas, just take, take our time to make sure that we do it properly because we don't want, um, patients to have any problems in finding the care that they need. And, and again, is there some kind of central office now looking after the problems that do arise? Yes, there is a, a team that the Ministry of Health has, as well as a team in my office. They are working together to answer any questions about the big picture or about any specific questions in terms of people finding the health care that they need. Okay. But I would say that for now, 
Um, people should certainly access care in the same way that they always have. In many respects, they won't notice anything in terms of the, the faces that they'll see and that the people that they will see. But what they will notice is that they will be able to get access to care sooner. It'll be more uh, coordinated and more integrated. We are also going to bring a visit virtual first for health technology forward so that very soon people will be able to make online appointments and to even have online appointments with their doctors. So we are bringing that forward and we are also going to create an easier to um, navigate service for people. Right now we have a, a whole hodgepodge of numbers that people can call for various health problems. We are streamlining that and we're going to make it one number that people can call. It's not ready to start yet, but it will be one number that people can call wherever they live in Ontario, and they will be able to get their questions answered and to uh, to get the services that they need. Okay, look forward to getting the details on those. Health Minister and Deputy Premier Christine Elliott, thank you so much for being with us. A pleasure, Libby. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.